All right, hello everybody. We're back. We're back and we're back and we're ready to attack. So um, on today's show, I want to really just talk about um, yeah, mainly just real estate. Um, a different kind of real estate, though. I want to talk about the kind of real estate where it's like... Basically, I want to talk about the five different ways to get started in real estate. And this is actually from... Um, an article I found on nerdwallet.com. It's pretty interesting. Um, I like to find good articles where I can learn something pretty quickly, kind of get a gauge and understanding of it, and share share it all with you. So I guess I'm just going to read it word for word. And let me see if I can actually get it on the screen here. I'll read it uh, with it showing up on the screen. Let me lower myself a little bit. All right, how to, how to invest in real estate, five ways to get started. Real estate investments can add diversification to your portfolio, and getting into the market can be easy, as easy as buying a mutual fund. If you've ever had a landlord, you've, you probably don't dream of being one. Fielding calls about oversized bugs and overflowing toilets doesn't seem like the most glamorous job. But done right, real estate investing can be lucrative, if not flashy. It can help diversify your existing investment portfolio and be an additional income stream. And many of the best real estate investments don't require showing up at a tenant's every beck and call. The trouble is that many new investors don't know where or how to invest in real estate. Here are some of the best ways to make money in real estate. First, first step would be to buy REITs. Um, REITs are actually not exactly a bad idea. There we go. Um, but real estate investment trusts allow you to invest in real estate without paying without the physical real estate. Often compared to mutual funds, there are companies that own commercial real estate, such as office buildings, retail spaces, apartments, and hotels. REITs tend to pay high dividends, which makes them a common investment in retirement. Investors who don't need or want the regular income can automatically reinvest those dividends to grow their investment further. Are REITs a good investment? They can be, but they can also be varied and complex. Uh, some trade on an exchange like a stock. Others aren't publicly traded. The type of REIT you purchase can be a big factor in the amount of risk you're taking on, as non-traded REITs aren't easily sold and might be hard to value. New investors should generally stick to publicly traded REITs, which you can purchase through brokerage firms. Example, Robinhood, uh, Webull, TD Ameritrade. For that, you'll need a brokerage account. If you don't already have one, opening one takes less than 15 minutes, and many companies require no initial investment, though the REIT itself will likely have an investment minimum. <sighs> Sorry for the delay, everybody. Just uh, recollecting my thoughts real quick. Been a little bit of a long day. Use an online real estate investing platform. If you're familiar with companies such as Prosper and Lending Club, which connect borrowers to investors willing to lend them money for various personal needs, 
such as wedding or home renovation, you'll understand you'll understand online real estate investing. These platforms connect real estate developers to investors who want to finance projects uh, either through debt or equity. Investors hope to receive money or quarterly distributions in exchange for taking on a significant amount of risk and paying a fee to the platform. Like many real estate investments, uh, these are speculative and illiquid. You can't easily unload them the way you can trade a stock. The rub is that you may need money to make money. Um, many of these platforms are open only to accredited investors, defined by the Securities Exchange Commi Commission as people who've earned income of more than $200,000, $300,000 with a spouse in each of the last two years or have a net worth of $1 million or more. Um, not including a primary residence. Uh, alternatives for those who can't meet the requirements include Fundrise and Realty Mogul. The third option is think about investing in rental properties. Tiffany Alexia didn't intend to become a real estate investor when she bought her first rental property at age 21. Then, a college senior in Raleigh, North Carolina, sorry, then a college senior in Raleigh, North Carolina, she planned to attend grad school locally and figured buying would be, a be would be better than renting. I went on Craigslist and found a four-bedroom, four-bathroom condo that was set up student housing style. I bought it, lived in one bedroom, and rented out the other three, Alexi says. The setup covered all of her expenses and brought in an extra $100 per month in cash, far from chump change for a grad student, and enough that Alexia caught the real estate bug. Now age 27, she has five rentals and is a broker and owner of Alexi Realty Group in Raleigh. Alexi entered the market using a strategy sometimes called house hacking, the term coined by Bigger Pockets, an online resource for real estate investors. It essentially means you're occupying your investment property either by renting out rooms, as Alexi did, or by renting out units, units in a multi-unit building. David Meyer, vice president of growth and marketing at the site, says house hacking lets investors buy a property with up to four units and still qualify for a residential loan. Of course, you can also buy and rent out an entire investment property, find one with combined expenses lower than the amount you can charge in rent. And if you don't want to be the person who shows up with a tool belt to fix a leak, or even the person who calls that person, you'll also need to pay a property manager. If you manage it yourself, you'll learn a lot about the industry. And if you buy future properties, you'll go into it with more expenses, says Meyer. So, investing in rental properties, it's, it's an interesting one. Uh, another, the fourth uh, one to get involved in real estate is consider flipping investment properties. This is HGTV come to life. You invest in an underpriced home in need of a little love, renovate it as inexpensively as possible, and then resell it for a profit called house flipping. 
The strategy is a wee bit harder than it looks on TV, though. Uh, there is a bigger element of risk because so much of the math behind flipping requires a very accurate estimate of how much repairs are going to cost, which is not an easy thing to do, says Meyer. His suggestion, find an experienced partner. Maybe you have capital or time to contribute, but you find a contractor who is good at estimating expenses or managing the project, he says. The other risk of flipping is that the longer you hold the property, the less money you make because you're paying a mortgage which, without bringing in any income. You can lower that risk by living in the house as you fix it up. This works as long as most of the updates are cosmetic and you don't mind a little bit of dust. Five, ran out of room. Finally, to dip the very edge of your toe in the real estate waters, you could rent part of your home via a site like Airbnb. It's house hacking for the commitment for the commitment phobe. You don't have to take on long-term tenant, potential renters, or at least somewhat pre or at least somewhat pre-screened by Airbnb and the company's host guarantee guarantee the company's host guarantee provides protection against damages renting out a room feels a lot more accessible than a fan than the fancy concept of real estate investing if you got a spare room you can rent it like all investment decisions the best real estate investments are the ones that best serve you the investor think about how much time you have how much capital you're willing to invest and whether you want to be the one who deals with household issues when they inevitably come up. If you don't have do-it-yourself skills, consider investing in real estate through a REIT or a crowdfunding platform rather than directly in a property. So my thing is I prefer not to own real estate. I'm not a guy who's into owning real estate. I prefer real estate investment trusts. Um, REITs make sense to me. In fact, uh, I like to get I like to get involved in uh, the real estate investment trust um, ETFs, the index funds, basically. I get involved in those. I only get involved in the best ones, like the Vanguard ones, and I'll tell you why. You get exposure to every single, pretty much almost every REIT out there in the books, and you get massive diversification with real estate. So I recommend REIT index funds. It's my personal recommendation. That's what I personally do. Um, just to let you know, this is by nerdwallet.com. Uh, I'll, I'll have a link in the description below. Um, oh, back real quick. Well, I've been having a lot of interesting back. I think I've been playing too much ball. But the, the thing is, with this, and I want to talk about this with, uh, talk about this with everybody. The great thing about real estate is there's a lot of ways to get exposure to it these days. Um, real estate investment trusts may not be for everybody. You may not like the fact that you don't own it. Maybe you want a little more customization. I personally just don't like dealing with homes. That's just me. I am okay with doing a little bit of semi-renovation, doing the best I can with it, and it's fun, but it's not time well spent for me. I mean, I'll, look, if I, if I had no other choice and had to work a construction job or be a construction guy, yeah, sure, I could do it. I'm a quick learner. But the, the truth is, um, I don't like renovating homes. I'm not a home. I guess the problem is I'm not a homebody. I, I, I like to be outdoors. I'm a nature guy. I, I could probably live in a hippie van and be totally fine. But uh, 
I guess that's the thing. I'm not a real estate guy. I mean, it's great putting people in homes. That's fun. That's cool. But um, I just don't like the responsibility that comes with real estate. And that's why I can never be a landlord. Fuck that. I, I never, ever, ever in my wildest dreams. I don't think I'd want to. I mean, who knows? Things change. I may change over time. You know, never say never is my boy. Jay Biebs, Justin Bieber says, um, yeah, I think. I think it's possible that. You know, with real estate, like I do. I do have a I do have a love for real estate. Don't get me wrong. I think it's great. I love looking at buildings. I love being in them. Um, I just don't like having to maintain them. The beauty about REITs, and this is why I tell everybody, you're getting income for throwing your money down on a property. You may not get as much as you would get from rent or anything, but if you think about it, dividend payments that grow over time and the value grows over time and there's a diversified amount of, port of there's a diversified portfolio of different uh, commercial properties, residential properties, all sorts of crazy properties, even storage properties, REITs for everything. But that's why I tell everybody, you want to be exposed you want to diversify your what you're exposed to. And so the best way to diversify is to get, if you're going to get a REIT, um, is to get the, uh, the Vanguard. I don't have the tip top of my head. Hold on. Find it real quick. The Vanguard. Like, uh, it's so cool, though. Yes, Vanguard Real Estate Index Fund. And so this is why I tell everybody, you got to get in on it, because, well, I think that's the one. Is that the one? Eh. Where's the website? <laughs> this might be a good one. Still trying to find the one I'm looking for here. It has a really, by the way, it has a really low, um, I am just not thinking properly tonight. It has a low, um, what do you call that? Oh, just fees. It just has low fees. There's not a lot of fees. Uh, yeah, the expense ratio is 0.12%. That is well below the peer average of 1.21%. That's incredible. Okay, um... But yeah, your overall exposure, it's just so crazy because the van, I don't know, being exposed to that many uh, pieces of real estate, it, that form of diversification is brilliant. So what you want to do is you do want to be diversified. I think it's the smartest thing you can do. And um, index funds allow this. Index funds allow you, instead of having to buy all of those REITs, which would cost you a lot even to buy one share for all of them, if you were to do that right now, versus just buying one share of this vanguard real estate fund when you can then kind of just tack on to your position over time you know like i said this form of diversification is great and it's a way for you to get exposed to real estate without having to have as much liability with it it's just the problem with real estate for me it's a liability factor i've never liked it because like yeah with, with the government and the laws and it kind of sucks to be a landlord sometimes but it also rocks it's 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 double-edged sword you get the benefit and the feeling, the good feeling of putting people in homes. But then those people don't pay you or the economy sucks. You can get fucked. So it's, it's, a, it's a weird, weird thing. But I do want to thank you guys for taking the time to view this episode. Um, 
do me a favor, smash the uh, the ass button. There's a butt button. Anyway, thank you guys, and uh, I will see you on the next episode.